Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Mental Illness, Obsessive Compulsive Disorder. This is Michelle Perez. Today, I have a special guest joining us. I will be interviewing someone diagnosed with OCD. Welcome to my podcast, Gigi, and thank you for speaking to us today about your disorder. How are you feeling? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to sharing my experience. No problem. Thank you so much and take care. All right, so before I let you listeners go, I just wanted to ask that if you meet someone with an illness, please take their feelings into consideration and think about their daily struggles. Please do not belittle or make their disorder feel like it's not important or not real. I noticed that tends to be an issue across all disorders um, where outsiders don't believe the patient. Mental, mental illness is very real and can affect anyone. It does not discriminate. So practice being kind and compassionate. Um, again, thank you everyone for listening. Happy holidays. Stay safe and I'll see you next time. That's great. Thank you so much. So just to let you know, we've been discussing obsessive compulsive disorder thoroughly um, from the definition in the DSM to some myths uh, to treatment options. So now I just wanted to ask you a few questions, and I guess I'll start with, um, when were you first diagnosed with OCD? Oof, um, I was diagnosed at a young age. Um, I was in eighth grade, so I was about 13 or 14 years old. One of my teachers actually noticed that I was had to have four pencils lined up in, perfectly in front of me, and I would not let any of my classmates borrow the pencils. Wow, that's interesting. Why do you? Why did you need so many pencils? Well, in case the one I was using broke while I was working on my assignment, I needed to finish the assignment, or else I would feel like I would fail the grade completely. Would you say that this thought was um, fading the grade? Would you say it was intrusive? Yeah, it was really comfortable feeling. I felt like everything had to be perfect. The assignment had to be written very neatly. My work area had to be very neat. My book bag had to be organized. Everything had to be tidy, or I would be a I wouldn't be a good student, and I would fail school, at life, and fail my parents. It was very stressful. <laughs> that does sound stressful. The pressure of striving to be perfect sounds exhausting. Um. So, in your adult life, what challenges do you face living with OCD? Well, I face challenges every day. OCD can be very time-consuming. It takes me about 30 minutes to make sure everything in my house is placed in the right spot and that everything is organized. Then I get ready for work, which probably takes someone else a few minutes, but it takes me longer because I have to make sure my clothes are perfectly ironed, my hair is nicely groomed, my nails are clean, everything has to be perfect in order for me to have a successful day. I know it sounds crazy. I won't have a good day if the house isn't perfect, but that's how it feels for me. And even in my office at work, it has to be organized before I can even turn on my computer and begin working. Sometimes I have to stay after the office closes just to catch up since it took me so long to get started. I'm actually really glad that you brought that up because it's actually one of the things that we discussed in some of the previous episodes. 
someone uh, everyone thinks that OCD is just um, wanting things to be neat and it's really more than that it's an uncomfortable thought that ticks at you and in order to relieve that feeling you do repetitive things or rituals to reduce the anxiety or stress you feel it can also hinder your performance at work or in your personal life that is why I wanted to talk about this disorder because I feel like it's easily overlooked or dismissed and not taken seriously. These behaviors are provoked by overwhelming thoughts or fears. Have you ever looked into any treating, um, treatment for your OCD? Uh, yes, I have done both group therapy and one-on-one -on -one therapy. I think it has helped a little because now I understand that I didn't have a bad day because my house was a mess or the button on my shirt fell off because of any little thing that way. I understand that it's an irrational fear and I can sometimes let loose, but the thought always seems to come back. I mean, at this point, I've just developed a routine and it's hard to break out little by little. But I've met others in my group therapy that have severe OCD and their rituals are intense. I met someone who checked their phone every minute on the hour out of fear of missing an emergency call from his mother. I'm just grateful that I'm aware of my condition and I feel like therapy helped with that self-awareness. That sounds like a crippling fear, but I'm glad you found a way to manage. I'm really yeah. glad you agreed to share your personal experience with me and my listeners. I can imagine how hard it was. And again, thank you for being my guest of honor on today's episode. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Happy holidays. Stay safe. And see you next time.